Welcome to Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic, where we promote integration and collaboration. Whether you are just starting your practice or you are ready to push the profession forward, we aim to provide you all the tools necessary to form relationships and educate your community. After all, spines of all sizes deserve to be adjusted. Welcome to our podcast and thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dr. Katie here, and I'm recording a podcast, and I am filming a video, so I am super excited to start to bring you um, regular content, so if you miss the podcast, you can catch the video, and you can have the, you know, same amount of material. Um, You know, the reason I started this podcast was because I felt like getting out of school, I had zero idea what I was doing. I didn't have anyone but myself that believed in me, and I just didn't want anyone else to feel like that. Um, I was very lost, and I kind of paved my own way and figured things out, but I really feel like if we work together and we have a community that works together, we can make this profession move forward in huge, huge ways. I really feel like there's some awesome docs out there uh, that have great mentorship uh, you know, capabilities. And I really want to connect those docs with other students and students with those docs. And I'm really hoping I can just provide a segue um, for you guys to connect. So that being said, um, my podcast is going to be my podcast and it's going to be standalone, but it's also going to be a compliment to the new Facebook group I made. And the new Facebook group I made is called Making Strides for Animal Chiropractic. And it is going to be a place for students who are interested and also docs that are currently practicing to connect. So that way they can have access to other people that do what they do. They can have, um, you know, regular mentorship from somebody who cares about them. And they can have an accountability partner. Because I find being your own boss, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, well, if I, if I make it or don't make it, you live or die by your own sword. And, you know, it's kind of like working out, you know. You're like, oh, I'll just do that later. Um, but if you have someone there with you in the trenches doing it with you, uh, you know, you ultimately want to be more successful and they push you to greater limits than you thought you were previously capable of. So uh, that's the the goal. This podcast is to provide you information, but that group is going to provide you a community that is going to push you forward and it's going to elevate you. And I really hope that you share this dream of mine because I'm so excited about it. And I personally feel like if this is a, had existed when I came out of school, it would have been 10 times better for it. I would have been so afraid and would have started sooner. So uh, now that I have talked about that announcement with you, I'm excited to talk about moving forward into the new year. Uh, you know, looking at my calendar for 2019, I did a lot of stuff, but I may not have necessarily done a lot of productive things things to move my business forward. So I listened to a podcast, the Colorize podcast by Rachel Hollis, and that's not a shameless plug, but she is, um, you know, unforeseen mentor of mine. She probably doesn't even know who I am or that I exist, but I listened to her episode about uh, calendar audits and setting your goals, and I really feel like this material is important for you all. So I'm going to uh, butcher it a little bit and go over it in my own way. But it's still important material regardless. So 
What she recommends you do is if you have a piece of paper or a whiteboard or uh, something that works for you, she recommends that you take out that piece of paper and you write three columns. You write things that I hated or didn't serve my business in the first column. Things I loved or things that served my business in the second column. And then in the third column, things that I want to make time for. Now you're going to fill out that third column first. And for me, you know, it mostly revolved around self-care and relationships because I always think of myself and my relationships last. I think about my work first and all that other stuff comes second. So I wanted to make more time for, you know, personal vacation. I wanted to make time for, you know, working out every day and getting adjusted. And I also value massage. So I want to make time for myself to get massaged. I also want to make time for me to be active with my pets and also present with my uh, boyfriend, Chris. I want to have regular date nights with him. And, um, you know, there's some other stuff on there as well. Those are things that make me feel alive that I want to make time for. So having that in mind, put a timestamp on them, like how often you want to do stuff. So for me, I want to have a date night once a month. I wanted to have a vacation twice a year. I wanted to get adjusted and or massaged at least once a month or every other month minimum. Um, so put how much you want to make time for that. Don't just say, well, it'd be nice if I could cram this stuff in. No, that's not the point. The point is these are critical things that make you feel alive. So you need to set aside time in your calendar for them. So once you know that about yourself and you have those events scheduled or uh, at least at top of your mind, go through the rest of your calendar and look by day what you did, who you talked to, what appointments you had, and start putting them into those columns. I'm going to be honest, I did a lot of stuff that didn't serve me in 2019. Um, you know, I went to a lot of screening events where I talked to a lot of people but didn't necessarily get patients out of it. I met with a lot of other business owners who, you know, though it was great spending time and money on, you know, paying for our meetings, it, you know, ultimately didn't bring me any clients. They didn't refer me any business. And, you know, there's a whole host of other things that I think pushed me forward but actually didn't. You know, I call it you are busy, but you're not actually productive. So your calendar's full of crap, but that crap didn't actually move you anywhere. It didn't move the needle. So you need to focus on needle moving activities. And that's what column two is for. So once you start writing in um, these activities that you feel served you, um, you know, a really good way to see if they served you is actually to look at your new patients. And if you have an intake piece of pa uh, intake paperwork, excuse me, uh, I really recommend you have who referred you to us on there because that is huge. Uh, what Miss Rachel Hollis was saying is she used to be a wedding planner and she had a photographer she worked with. And when she finally sat down and looked at all of her clients and how they were referred to her, she realized that photographer was like the number one reason her business grew 10% the past year. So if you sit down and look at all your clients and you realize, oh, this one vet, oh, this one massage therapist, oh, this one acupuncturist or, you know, whatever it is, this one business owner referred me all these clients... It was worth your time to meet with that person. Or it is worth your time in the future to foster that relationship, send them a gift basket, have lunch with them, send them a card, or whatever it may be. So once you look through your clients, 
you see who referred them, you match it up to those things you did in 2019, uh, you can see the comparison of things you did that helped and things you did that hurt. And you can have that. And I'm going to be honest, I sat down, I did it myself, and I did a lot of time-wasting activity. So while I was busy, I didn't actually do anything to help my practice. So um, it's really important to, to see that on paper because it's going to shock you. So uh, do that calendar on it. And then you need to look at next year. And you need to start to plan for what you're going to do next year. So you have that column. I want you to go ahead, the third column. I want you to start putting them in your new calendar. I like Google Calendar because I can, uh, you know, put it on my cell phone. I can see it wherever I'm at. Um, and I can filter it by, you know, what uh, type of calendar it is, whether it be personal calendar or work calendar. But get those events that you want to make time for pre-planned in your 2020 schedule. Once you do that, you need to have a master legend for your calendar. So I'm guilty of this myself. I'm so, so guilty of this is I will make my calendar into a to-do list. All right. Okay. I need to call and follow up with veterinarians. I need to call these clients that are leads. I need to answer emails. I need to check my Facebook. And I'm just like, I'll get to it. It's in my calendar. That's actually a really bad thing to do. Did you know that? Making your calendar a to-do list is not going to help you get things done. So what I mean by making a master legend is you have like a little whiteboard or you have a little piece of paper and you say Monday 9 to 2, I'm going to do this. I'm going to answer the phone or follow up on emails or blah, blah, blah. Um, at 2 to 5, I'm going to see patients. At six to nine, I'm going to catch up on financials. So you have that planning of those business hours that you're going to do X, Y, or Z. And if you miss, uh, say, you know, nine to 10 is your time to make phone calls and you miss that hour, you get to make up that hour elsewhere. So um, I actually have sat down and started doing this for myself and I'm really bad at it. I just put stuff in my calendar and I say, I'll get to it when I get to it. And sometimes it moves to the next day, um, but that's not serving you. You need to make business hours and you need to stick to those because unfortunately in our business, you are your boss, you run your business and you're also a doctor. So you're, you've got so many different hats you have to wear and, you know, hopefully you become so successful that you get to a place where you can say, okay, well, that 9 to 10 block is now removed because I have an awesome accountant that does that for me. Or, you know, my marketing uh, 11 to 12 is taken away because I have an awesome PR person or, you know, whatever. Maybe I hope you get so successful to where you have all these uh, other people doing those jobs for you. But if you're like me, you want to do it yourself because you're frugal. So, you know, it's really important that you dedicate those hours and you say no to someone who is outside of those hours. So for example, I want to take Mondays off because I work weekends and I've started to tell patients, no, I don't schedule patients on Mondays. Mondays are my days to catch up. So if you put it in your calendar, you'll be more likely able to say no to that person. You say, I'm already booked that day. You don't have to say what for. You're going to say, no, I'm already booked on Monday. So if you have it planned, you're more able to stick to the schedule and you're more able to be successful because you have that intentional uh, thought of being 
in charge instead of being reactive to what happens to you. So being intentional is super important when you're a business owner because if you just wake up and you're reacting to your environment, you can't, you're treading water instead of actually, you know, swimming where you want to go. So uh, we covered a couple of things in this episode. Uh, calendar audit is super important. I do recommend that you do that so you see where you wasted time and see where you want to spend more time this next year. We also talked about, you know, um, setting your business hours, if you will, for what you're going to be doing. And third, I really want you to, this is kind of like a bonus, I want you to start keeping track. What I mean by keeping track is I want you to keep track of how many new patients are you getting, how many patient visits are you seeing, how many times are you seeing a new patient? So for example, I track my stats. My stats are, okay, I have a new patient, say Sally, starts with me, and Sally's dog I see an average of four times. So every new patient I have, say I have two new patients in a week, well, I'm expected to get about eight visits out of those two new dogs that started my practice. Well, if I keep track of that and I know an average of how many times I'm going to see a new patient, I can calculate how much work I need to do in order to break even. This is super powerful as well because if you start to keep track of those numbers, you can see that you're growing. So it's super enriching and exciting when you are a new doc out and you say, okay, well, I saw only two new patients last month and this month I saw 10. So I'm growing like crazy. And then you start to get in competition with yourself. So I encourage you to do that. And also on your intake paperwork, ask who referred them because then you can know what relationships and what events you need to continue doing and what you need to move away from. And I feel like that will really serve you well moving into the new year. So I uh, really recommend that you join me, you engage with me. I have that new group on Facebook. I'd love if you join. It's open to DCs, DVMs, and also students that are interested in pursuing their career in animal chiropractic. Um, and then I have this podcast, and I really recommend that you listen each week and you you know engage with me on Facebook or Instagram, telling me what I can do and what I can talk about to serve you better so you can have a more successful practice. Hey guys, Dr. Katie here. Thanks for listening. My intention behind starting this podcast was to build awareness and promote our amazing profession. If you like what we're doing here, please like, share, or leave a review. Help us to spread this movement so we all can begin to take steps towards change. Let's make strides for animal chiropractic.